This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A room. Cigarettes. Let's do that again. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where me and Jen Hansen go over every episode of seminal 80s horror TV show, Tales from the Dark Side, and report it back to you so you don't have to. I am Matt Noss. Across from me is Jen Hansen. How are you, Jen? We are off to a banger of a start. I got it. I nailed that intro to the wall. Hashtag nailed it. (laughs) And then that wall started smoking and we took everything off of it. Nitro burning funny cars. (laughs) You'll pay for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Saturday at the Speedway. Hey, we have a guest. Holy shit. (laughs) What happened there? We lost our minds in terrible stock car commercial parodies. We have a guest joining us from the Roach Coach podcast, Jen Bloomer. Yay! Hello. How are you, Jenny? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. How are you, Jen? I'm also well. Thank okay, you for asking. Good. How are nope. you? I'm great. Oh, great. I love it. Thanks you look well. Me. Thank you. I like your party dress. Thank you very much. It's very pretty. Yeah, you, I bought you it were, just for this. Yeah. You are the first guest to get all dolled up. Yeah, well, you are. I mean, clearly you've gone to the salon. That's true. Your hair is in an updo. That's right. Yeah. Homecoming style. Uh, yeah, I actually just came from homecoming. You're wearing lace gloves. It's true. Many petticoats. Uh, I'm just so used to talking about new metal that when I had a chance <laughs> to do something else, I was let out of my house, my new metal dungeon. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got dressed up. You never know who you're going to meet in your basement. In my, in my <laughs> it basement. It turns out it was both of you. Yeah. Who I knew already. Well, we're appreciating it. Thank you. Jenny, we have a few questions for you before we hop into this episode. Sure. This episode called... Bigelow's Last Smoke. Um, Jenny, are you familiar with Tales from the Dark Side? Uh, in that it exists, and my mom watched it sometimes, <laughs> yes. Um, it makes me feel old. Do you, do you know any other anthology horror series, or do you have a liking of any anthology horror series? Like Twilight Zone? Yeah. Like... I love Twilight Zone. Um, I love Outer Limits. Mm. Uh, and uh, I watch Tales from the Crypt. I oh. love Tales from the Crypt. Yep. Uh, I also was uh, super into. Oh, I'm super into Black Mirror, which I don't know if that doesn't count as like horror. I think so. I think so. But, yeah. But yes, uh, I like things like this. Cool. So if you like things like this, you must have loved this. I loved it. Great. <laughs> you Good. said that through gritted teeth, Jenny. <laughs> no, no. Come on. Let us... Uh... I don't want to talk about this one. I, I I, don't think it was... The, I mean, we're going to, obviously. I don't... It wasn't the worst one we've had. No. It's not, it's not even terrible. I just... I don't know. Are you? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not pulling a stopper. I'm not pulling a stopper because we have more episodes. We have two more episodes. We have two more episodes. All right. All right. 
Jenny, we did not tell you about this, but we have the ability to do something called a stopper, where if we enact it, we will condensate or, yeah, sure. Condense. Condense. Yep. There we go. That's we'll the actual world. Make what? <laughs> oh, no. We'll, we'll wet the outside of a glass. Are we going to Are we gonna make this episode wet, guys? We're going to get this <laughs> sopping wet episode. Oh, no. We, uh, but if we were to pull a stopper, we would have to recount the episode in two minutes and then improvise what we think the episode should have been. Okay. Um, if, if, uh, has that ever happened? It hasn't happened Not yet. yet. Okay. Not yet. We All haven't right. done it. I so. listened to a few episodes and I haven't heard a stopper yet. All so. right. Well, maybe, maybe you'll be back for a stopper. Let's hope so. All right. All right. But let's, let's get into this one. All right. Bigelow's Last Smoke. Uh, Aired season one. It's episode twenty-two. Twenty-two of these these sweet little uh, sweet I can't little stories. Maddie, we've done twenty-two. I know we're almost through the first season. We are nearly at half a year. So I think for the like, we'll get to the last episode of this the season. Yes, and then we'll do like a a wrap up episode, mm-hmm. like sort of hits and misses. Yes, uh, and maybe maybe some awards. <laughs> oh, we have to wow. do some awards. Yeah, I'll wear my dress again. Perfect. Yeah. We'll do that. A dress like that you can wear more than once. Yeah. Any awards show. I like it. (laughs) So pretty. Thank you. Chain smoker Frank Bigelow is imprisoned in a simulacrum of his apartment, then forced to quit smoking and punished each time he lights up. This episode aired June 9th, 1985 and was 22 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So I wasn't sure how long these episodes were, if they were half an hour, an hour. Mm-hmm. And about 10 minutes in, I started to get really nervous. But <laughs> that it was an hour? Yeah, but you guys were like, we don't really talk when we watch these. We just kind of like take notes. And I was like, well, I can't ask. I should have looked it up before. Oh, you could have asked. Oh, yeah. asked. I, I panicked a little. <laughs> well, I like that that gave, maybe that gave the episode more of a claustrophobic feel to you. It did. And I was just like, what next? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, so the episode was directed by Timra Rannan, whose other directing credit is Mookie and Pookie. Oh, good. Yeah. Another classic Another episode. Another classic T from the D episode, Mookie and Pookie, uh, starring Richard Romanus, Sam Anderson, and Howard Dayton as the guy on the other side of the wall, <laughs> possibly a giant mouse, which is what I hoped he was. <laughs> a big old smoking mouse. Why not? Yeah. Um. All right, let's just let's just get into it, Jenny. Yeah. Let me ask you a question in the form of a statement. Okay. Man lives in the sunlit world. Yes. Of what he believes to be reality. That's true. Okay, right. But let's flip it, uh, because there is, unseen by most, an underworld, mm-hmm. and now this is a place that is just as real, but it's not as brightly lit. It's a dark side. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. All right, because oh, okay. you agree. Perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. Great. The door from the dark side swings open, and here we are, face to face, with a pretty kick-ass coffee maker with a real set. This is like one of the nicest. It's a fancy, fancy apartment. I wrote down '80s gizmos because they go from this really nice coffee maker. To uh, did like a classic alarm clock, 
Um, just a lot of 80s feel to this room. Everything you would see as like the prizes, <laughs> the prizes on Wheel of Fortune. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when they used to do like here's the room right. and choose a couple items. Right. It it, did, it definitely gave me like a Price is Right uh, showcase showdown, showdown vibe. Yeah. Yeah. TV built into the wall. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I wrote TV in the wall. Is he a millionaire? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Can you imagine how much, that, how much that place cost? I didn't know if that was like some, I was like, am I meant to believe this is the future? Yeah. <laughs> oh, great question. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think so. And I also really loved the uh, poster he had above his bed. It was like a just like a sketch of a woman's face or something. Well, it looked like it was a black and white photo of a woman in a like a big brimmed hat. Okay. Covering most of her face except her lips and then ample cleavage. Yeah. I wrote down, is this lady from that song Black Velvet? Yeah. <laughs> It, it reminded me of like uh, like posters that would be up at like the cheap JC Penny salon in the mall that I used to get my hair cut at. Yeah, or they're the Nagels. <laughs> or yeah. the cover yeah. of the VHS copy of Sabrina. Yes, yes. <laughs> or or yes. It was. It's the the cover of uh, uh, Duran Duran's Rio. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, those those Nagel like the the nail shop art things that yes. sort yes. of exactly. Uh, art but this deco, looked more like Evo. a still. But a still yes. of that style. Yeah. And the first thing I noticed was we got a lot of man gam. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, got, we, did. we got miles of legs. When he, he flipped around in that bed, I was like, hello. Yeah. He uh he was in like an unbuttoned uh linen <laughs> Oxford shirt. Yeah. That was his night shirt. No one sleeps like that. Not in an Oxford. You would be it would be a straight jacket by the morning. If I slept in an Oxford, number one, I would bust buttons. Because. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I would bust buttons. That sounds like when you're going to go in and like like really stick it to the post office or something. Look, they they screwed up my mail again. I'm going to go in there and bust buttons. I, I don't like to admit this, but I really busted a button over that. <laughs> I'm a real button buster. <laughs> yeah. She really buttoned my bustard. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. yep. Oh, oh, having a stroke. <laughs> Jen's dyslexic and having a stroke. It's a real fancy room. Of, never make fun of people's problems. Yeah. Um, for a moment, for a moment before he really rolled over and got out of bed, he looked like Michael Shannon. Oh, yes, he did. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's no way this is Michael Shannon. And I was correct. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Asked and answered. <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, so he starts doing the Tales from the Dark Side patented talking to himself. I'm watching this, and he goes straight to his nightstand. He opens the drawer. He closes the drawer. And he says, two packs from the night before, gone. He, what? <laughs> Yeah, he's insistent. He's confused because he bought a couple of packs of cigarettes the night before. They're not in there, so now he's now he starts looking around the room, looking for these two packs of cigarettes that he picked up from his bender. I don't know. And while this is happening, his uh, his built-in TV screen, you see a um, uh, a man flash on the screen uh, and disappear several times. Now that worked for me. Yeah, I liked. I liked how cold that was, mm-hmm. and 
like the because it was a real set and it was basically a box, it had a really cool feel to it. Like yeah. it, I could have it could have been a little bit more sterile, but it was kind of like, all right, they got a little bit of creepy going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a pinch, just a pinch of creepy. Yeah. It it worked for me. Um, and while you were thinking he was Michael Shannon while he was in bed, I was thinking the man on the screen was Phil Hartman. <laughs> I was so disappointed that it wasn't. Yeah, see, I thought it was James Woods. Oh, okay. But I think it was because I had it in my head from the beginning that this was basically just, uh, what is it? Quitters Incorporated. Quitters Incorporated Incorporated from the Cat's Eye trilogy. Yep. uh, Which it wasn't. But But was was a... But was it? (laughs) So this is... rip off. So we're here now. Yeah. This is very derivative of Quitters Incorporated. Very much so, yeah. Do we have a timeline of when... Well, we know when this aired, it was 1985. Mm-hmm. But when did Cat's Eye come out? Cat's Eye came out... Because um, part of me thinks that it's 85. But 85. It, could, it was. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Parallel race, thinking? Yeah. I mean, maybe it was just like reflective of... But the society. But guys. so this came out April. Cat's Eye came out April twelfth. Uh, this episode aired June 9th. So there's no uh, way May June. Oh, that two months. Somebody saw somebody saw Cat's Eye in the theater and <laughs> had this episode to air in two months. No problem. No problem. Yeah. It must have taken a long time to. Well, that's jumping ahead. Feel free. There was was taking a long time to build that giant smoke detector. Right. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. There's a smoke oh. detector that just really real Trump Loy, real Trump yeah. Loy yeah. smoke detector. <laughs> yeah. The third use of Trump Loy yes. in the last yeah. three episodes. That's, that's what I thought. I Ding. just whispered in my mind, Trump Loy, <laughs> real Trump Loy, yeah, real trick of the eye. Yeah. Um, all it's right. A weird forced perspective. Uh, so he's he's monologuing with himself. Uh, he finally goes into the bathroom. Uh, as he comes out of the bathroom, did you guys see him wipe his hands on the jacket that was hanging there? Yeah, and it looked like a tiny jacket. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. He just had a weird oh, all of, all of his towels are jackets. <laughs> well, he did. I thought it was weird that he got up. He's wearing that Oxford, and then he put on that like tiny robe. Yeah, and then he just had one tiny jacket that he wiped his hands on. No sign of fabric other than that in his sheets in the house. He really has a cocaine warlord chic yes. thing going it's very, on. Very much very so. white. Very yeah. white. Very, very white. white. I only say it because he's white. Yes, he is also very white. He is uh in in nineteen eighty five, uh all hand towels were just children's jackets. <laughs> children's children. denim jackets. It's the creepiest thing. Yeah. So yeah. don't freak out if you come into my house. I'm going yeah. for an eighties look. Just some I got these at Jimboree. <laughs> Uh, I it drives me absolutely crazy when people narrate what they're doing. Oh, and yeah. so I was like tweaking real hard at the yeah. beginning, and I just wrote in my notes: "Show, don't tell." This dude has a relationship <laughs> with all of his objects. It's driving me nuts. Oh well, we've got a couple of episodes that for you. you should never watch. <laughs> wow, because this serious. is now a trope. Because this is also one of the fourth episodes in a row where people just talk to themselves for no reason. Yeah. Oh man. All right. All right, he walks over to the kitchen to reveal the best poster we've ever seen in our entire lives. I don't want to spoil it and say this is going to win the best artwork award, but it is certainly in the running for 
for our awards. This is, or any award. This is. So the poster, I am guessing, because we've done a modicum, like not a lot of research online about this yet. I have yet to find the poster yet. But I put in, the only thing that is legible is G-O-I-N-E-S, which I'm going to guess is Goines. Goines? Gwines? Maybe. I don't know. But it looked like it's an author. And it looks like this is a book cover. Oh, okay. But it doesn't look like a book cover. It doesn't. Well, no. it looks like a certain kind of book. <laughs> oh. That's the kind of book that would like have a, a story about a dick and a taint. Yeah. This. So it, So let's say what it is, what it really is. Okay. What is it really? It's a woman's face, mm-hmm. her neck down to her bosom. Right. Oh. Against, <laughs> against a white background. I did not realize that. And then her hair makes almost like a couple of little poofs on the side of her head, yeah. almost Princess Leia style. Mm-hmm. Or if you imagine her her medium shot in this was a penis, then those become little cancerous balls. And yep. then there's a circle above the top, like someone bending over. So you're seeing a taint area. Right. Yeah, and then it, her bosom looks just like a dick. Yeah. Yeah, the head of a penis. Yes. Yeah, so then it just became an under, <laughs> on the ground sta- with balls standing over yeah. you shot. I, I didn't realize that was supposed to be her neck and bosom, and I think it's just like one of those things where it's like, once you see it, you can't unsee. I can't unsee. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I'll have to go back and revisit that. Very phallic. Yeah. We paused it on there. Holy shit. We, pretty we, pretty we gotta great. Put up a, we got to put up an image of that. I get blocked by Facebook. And that's all right. <laughs> that's yeah. all right. All of a sudden, he uh, he's trying to start his day. Mm-hmm. Going to be hard without cigarettes, he narrates to the camera. At least I have this coffee. Well, let me open the windows. What? Art Deco bars. Oh, my God. And lights. Fake lights. What is this? The Truman Show? <laughs> and well, indeed, let me, it, it is. This window, this window might be bullshit. Let me check another window. It is a very like. Oh, okay. Well, the windows are barred, so I can't get out of there. That's weird. Let me try the door. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's barred too. Well, let me check my wall here. Just oh, let me bang just, it for a while. Let me let me just ram my heel through the wall here. Yeah. Oh, he's stuck. Now all of a sudden, tele a television guy is super talky, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, what's up? How are you, sir? Ready to quit smoking? Ready to quit smoking? And our our man is pissed. He is pissed. He does not want to be in a prison." Explain, oh no, this is not a prism. It's a simulacrum. Oh, a what? Uh, he's in a simulacrum. A simulacrum? Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a simulation, mm-hmm. but it's a simulacrum. Oh, oh okay, yeah. yeah. Now I'm with you. What? So okay, so think of the word simulation. Yeah. Okay, so that's um walk- take off the shun, put in a crumb. That's a way you can remember the difference. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I think because we were so fresh off the dick lady, <laughs> simulacrum sounds like 
It's I just thought it really good. It like, really yeah, sounds. like it's like yeah. a sm- I'm doing a little hand thing, <laughs> which is helpful little... to anybody. Jen is jostling imaginary <laughs> balls right imaginary now. Balls. Give him a little but tickle. I was just like, oh just yeah, all that yeah. simulacrum <laughs> getting down there. That's yeah. gross. He tells him, "You can leave this room as soon as you give up smoking. As soon as you give up cigarettes." And then, one of the funniest things happens. They play. Dun, 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 type music. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there isn't an act break. Yeah, that's right. It's <laughs> it's like being in an improv scene when you walk in there and you're like, I'm going to end this scene, okay? I'll just uh, let me run in and here's a funny line. And that's why I don't talk to fart monsters. Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, we should talk no, to I said the thing about fart this funeral and... Oh God! Okay. Uh, oh, well, the hey, fart- doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a fart monster? Uh, well, I wasn't gonna stay, but I guess I'm I'm here. So, so now his cigarettes are magically back in his bedside table. That's okay. So maybe I don't have a great grasp of simulacrums, but but but. Stuff keeps like disappearing and, and reappearing, reappearing in yeah. this room. So, is it? Is well, okay. Let us let us suspend disbelief. Okay. And say that every object in this room seems to be able to be controlled by the man in the TV. So, are these smaller simulacrums in a larger simulacrum? Yes. Okay. I yeah. would say that this is just. One of like imagine false bottoms and things. Imagine every aspect of this room. This is what you have to do. This is a leap you have to take. All right, I will suspend disbelief. That every aspect of this room can be controlled by the corporation. The corporation can indeed make cigarettes rain from heaven. All right. I'm not saying it's good. I don't like it, but yeah. I don't like it either. Okay. It could just be a little drop box in the ceiling. Yeah, just a little drop boxy. So he decides, fuck it, I am lighting up. I found my cigarettes. Yep, then the unthinkable happens. <laughs> he is taken to Spencer's gifts. <laughs> and put in the <laughs> light section. <laughs> so at this point, I wrote Suspiria. Oh, yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He basically, he throws himself against the wall. As this alarm is going off, a woman's voice, a robot woman's voice comes on and says, please extinguish the cigarette. Once the cigarette is extinguished, the punishment will cease. And on it, the TV? Yeah, it's, it's like smoking. What is it? Demerit. Demer- smoking, smoking demerit, demerit. one. <laughs> so we're at smoking demerit level one. What was this punish? It was this punishment was to be. To hear a loud noise and be yeah, be in a D light video. Yeah. It looked like the the <laughs> lights looked like the the poster for Vertigo. Yes. Yeah. Or just a a, a black light poster that everybody thought was cool. It really it was just like, ooh. Yeah. Or one pill makes you <laughs> smaller. <laughs> but he was Scared as hell. Oh, he was not having it. Oh, he was having a real hard time. Did not like. So he puts the cigarette out. The beeping stops. The yeah. lights stop. So was that act break? As that soon was as act we get break. Smoke, smoking demerit? Okay. That was act break. 
which again they could why didn't they they could have just set up that he's in the room and that would have been act one act two should have been like the punishments yeah sure but no so so we're back to the room and it it happens again basically he's pacing around the room decides again to have a cigarette sets off the uh the smoke alarm uh and now all of his stuff has disappeared right i guess that's the punishment for smoking yeah i guess i mean was that when it all i was like very one second i was like what whoa where'd all the stuff go like yeah. maybe i just wasn't paying close enough attention did no. it go away after the first one uh i think it went away after the second one what was the was the punishment for the first one just the light yeah the light and the been. noise and then he got the light, the noise, and all the stuff was gone. Yeah, I okay. was trying to, I was trying to imagine that the light would like, it was like magic light or like burning him or something. Yeah, <laughs> like it was dark. like giving you like that that like a seizure inducing uh, light or something. Okay, okay. But this time, so he gets another cigarette. He lights it up. The alarm goes off again, and his first thought is, "I got a water jug over there." Right. His empty water jug. Uh, I guess I can just breathe the smoke into there. Maybe that'll that'll save me this trouble. It was the equivalent of the uh, the Bugs Bunny. So he's hiding in the stove, eh? But if he was hiding in the stove, would I do this? Right. Terrible. I, I was also like, well, this guy could have a water cooler in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eighty-five. He was already that health conscious. Wow. And it's empty. So. Yeah. Perfect. Once he puts the cigarette out, the man in the TV returns. And this is the point where he gives the oddest excuse for smoking I think I've ever heard. Yeah, my father died. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he doesn't know why he's there. And the TV man is telling him, you contacted our clinic and you signed up for the program. He's showing them him the contract. And he said, I didn't sign up for anything. I might have sent off for some information. My, my father died of cancer, and I was a little nervous. Okay. Oh, okay. I didn't put that together. Yeah. It was so... I was so out of it, I guess. I didn't like this episode. This this was not an episode <laughs> that made you want to continue watching it. This was an episode that, like, you naturally start to pick up your phone and just, like, futz around. Oh, you know, one, one thing that we didn't... Uh, talk about was when the it was before this man came back and he's like oh yeah my dad had cancer or whatever uh the he's, the radio's on oh, and it's God. some yeah. station was just like now we're gonna talk about smoking pets yeah but we forgot about this sweet radio play yeah well doctor i don't know could you tell me about the health effects of smoking around my pets well, smoking is really bad for you. So smoking causes cancer and lung problems. And then he rips the radio out, throws it on the ground, and says, propaganda. Yeah. <laughs> he does turn into Nixon at one yeah, point. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I don't know. I just love that, like, smoking pets. I was like, what? 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 Is that a problem? So TV guy is explaining to him that... Uh, he sent off for this information by sending off. That was his sign up for the program and they couldn't get him in until now. Their program is very exclusive and they were uh, booked up until right now. How do you get in here? Don't worry about it. This is just bad medicine. Yeah. Yeah. A real just forget about it. 
I don't know. Like, I didn't... Uh, because of how it starts, I don't go on the journey. Okay. You know, like, when I think about things that are very similar, like when I think about the most similar Quitters Incorporated. Yeah. He goes to the office. Yeah. I think about Total Recall. Right. He goes to the office and then everything starts to happen. We wake up with it already have happened. Right. And... At least those people like want to improve themselves, so there's some stakes involved in it, I guess, or there there's some conflict, right? Where this is just let me out of the room. No, you can't leave the room. I kind of thought of it like when you like have a or well, when you when I like have like a, a flash of like motivation and I see something that's like sign up for this fitness thing, yeah, and then I sign up and I forget about it for like seven months and I'm still getting emails. It's like. Hey, Jen, this is Nate from VIP Fitness. Right. Uh, are you ready to make that change? It'd be like if I woke up in VIP Fitness and like I couldn't get out. <laughs> like, oh, no. Yep. Thank God for email. Nailed. Well, I guess you're going to do some burpees, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just didn't, just didn't care about the dude. Yeah. He wasn't very likable. Not likable. At least in Quitters Incorporated, you know, you kind of saw the reasons for this guy to want to want to quit. You saw his family. You saw that there were you saw the struggle of it. Yeah. This had like it was like no struggle. Basically, it was like he wanted a cigarette. It's a stakes issue. Yeah. There's no stakes. Yeah. There isn't a man wanting to quit. And then it kind of just becomes like. The person who gets an intervention that doesn't want one. Right. Like, they ain't changing shit. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing happened in here, man. Yeah, and then uh, he hears a noise from the hole in his wall that he'd kicked, which is very exciting. Yeah. Oh, he starts talking to the mouse across yeah, the Yeah, the, the, the mouse man. Are we at Matthew's yet, or does it rain cigarettes and we get an act break? Yeah, we're oh, subjected shit. to TV's bloopers and practical jokes. So sorry. Because uh, because it, it's rain and smokes. And there's this also this other weird thing where he all of a sudden just appears on... Oh, we forgot this. Yeah, they will show his apartment on the TV screen. So there was a point where like all these cigarettes were lined up, a package oh, of cigarettes yeah. are on yeah. the counter, and he like dives for one. Yeah. Really like playing with the reality of it, but none of it earned. Yes. Yes. Because they did they did do I don't want to say a good job, but you could see that they were trying to say, is this reality and isn't it? But uh, yeah. I'm just repeating what you said. I liked it that much. <laughs> <laughs> I make points. The end. The end. It starts to rain cigarettes. So, like, in my head, he should have 100,000 packages of cigarettes at this point. Mm-hmm. Like, he should have a stockpile Yeah, because they all rained on his head. Well, where is he throwing them? Because they took away his garbage can. Right. You're right. I'm just thinking about the logistical issues. <laughs> so, oh, Jenny. it rains cigarettes. Jenny. Oh, boy. It rains cigarettes. He should have... A font of cigarettes, but we get an act break, and then it comes back to a real REM video of him in the corner, barefoot, <laughs> yeah. in linen pants and a t-shirt. In a different t-shirt, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So has he been in here for days? That's what they would lead you to believe. 
And then the guy on the TV goes, hey, no, no. Does he talk to, he talks to Matthews first. Now he talks to Matthews in the wall. The old man in the hole in the wall. The yeah. old man in the hole. The old man in the hole. And the old man goes, hey, who's there? <laughs> He's got a real voice of a radio sidekick. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Because, because he was on the radio. Yeah. Hey. Bigelow says, I heard you on the radio. He's like, yeah, they made me say they that. They made me do that. They gave me a script. They gave me some pages. Do you got any cigarettes? I just have one. Do you have any matches? No. Why don't you give this me a cigarette and I'll give you a match? I'll gladly give you a cigarette Tuesday <laughs> for a cigarette today. Like, it goes on for... Way too long. Way too long. And he's got the cigarette in his belt loop? Yeah. Yep. Is that a thing? Nope. Nope. Just checking. I've never smoked. So, I don't know. Well, I've never smoked either, but I grew up in a family of smokers, mm-hmm. and none of them would ever do any Behind the ear, yeah, sure. 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 Rolled up in a sleeve, you got it. Yeah. In a belt loop where it could just <laughs> fall out? Or because break of, in half very easily? Because of gravity? Yeah. Never once. All right. Matthews tells him, pretend you want to give it up. And my response would be, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) You really think that'll get me out of here saying I don't want to smoke? So TV man comes back on. I'm not even bothering to learn their names. That's how much I don't give a fuck about this episode. I barely knew Bigelow. Right. I have had (laughs) to. His name is in the title. I had to rethink of the title (laughs) of this episode four times to be like, oh, it's Bigelow. Yeah. So now he's going through his uh, his psychological evaluation, uh, asking him about how long he smoked, uh, how much he smokes. Was he smoking at age 15? Because here's a picture of you of a 15 year old with a cigarette in his mouth. (laughs) What are we meant to feel at that time? I felt joy because it was the shittiest teenage pick of some punk kid with a. Cigarette, in, Cigarette his in his mouth. And it's like, that kid does not know how to smoke. No, it's like it's weirdly positioned. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that picture brought me a lot of joy yeah. as well. Yeah, it was good. It's a real high point. A real high of a point. low episode. Now, another cigarette pack flies at him? What the fuck happens? But he gets another cigarette pack. Yeah. How does he get it? I don't remember. He's talking to the guy in the TV. Mm-hmm. And and more cigarette packs start being shot at him, I think. And Matthews calls him and says, give me every cigarette except one. And he says... Yeah, that he'll tell him, um, he'll tell him how to disarm the smoke alarm. Which, which we should say, um, it's the... Camera has cut to several times, and it looks like one of those round, old school. It, it is a round, old school smoke, smoke detector on, on the wall with uh, the only difference is a large, large red light. Yep. Okay. And now at this point, because it's an REM video, this room is sparse. There is nothing in this room. I don't see a bed. I don't see. It's just basically yeah. empty cupboards, right? Blank counters, nothing anywhere. We're back to holodeck. We're yep. We're back at zero. 
my dude looks up at this smoke alarm. Was it, it was going off. He he took that last cigarette. So he gives the cigarettes to Matthews. Yeah. And then tells Matthews, okay, now tell me how to disarm it. And he doesn't. And he doesn't say anything. Shockingly, the dude yelling at him from the hole in the wall <laughs> has betrayed him. Yeah. Who's been reading company propaganda. Right. So dumb. And and Bigelow starts yelling at him because he was part of the machine. You were part of it. You were like propaganda. Yeah. The TV shows that his demerits have gone up to three smoking demerits, which at this point, he has, a, he has nothing in his room and he only has three demerits. Right. It's the fourth one. You're murdered. That's what I was thinking, because the TV man did say that he... Uh, our boy Frank asked Frank Bigelow asked if uh, I, I looked wrote at you. Is his name I looked Frank? At you. Yeah. yeah, his name is Frank. I looked at you and as if my eyes were to say who. That's why I <laughs> clarified. <laughs> he he because uh, the dude he was like, "What's your like success rate?" And the dude was like, hundred percent." And I was like, "Oh, that means that, yeah. like you quit or you die." Yeah, but yeah, so his yeah his demerits are stacking up. Now the alarm goes off. And in what is my favorite shot of the episode, he reaches to start hitting it. And we see either he is, either it's a giant alarm or he's a tiny man. It was like the size of like a kiddie pool. It was, it was like the size of him. Yeah. So it was like. But the way that it's positioned, I actually put nice force perspective. Yeah. They did they did a good job, but it was like very obvious that this was a fake alarm. Because, because of all of the its... people of styro- all the pieces of styrofoam just falling off of it. <laughs> Man, maybe that was it. Maybe that was my first hint. It was so big. I wrote in all caps, wow, that's bigger than I thought. <laughs> so our dude Frank rips the cover out and just starts wires out of this thing by the armful this is some this is some high tech yeah doodad and then he somehow gets a large stick and just starts beating it while it's on the ground yeah there was a pipe in it yeah and then he just uses that pipe to hit it even more it was like the technology that was inside of one of those original ibm computers you know like the room size ones Real Univac. Yes, that's correct. So he's exhausted. He's exhausted. He goes to smoke again. Now the alarm goes off again, and we look up at the ceiling, and And there's another alarm. What? Ah. And now he wakes up screaming in his own apartment. Wait, what? That's right. Was it all a dream? Now all of a sudden, why cigarettes are just appearing starts to make more sense. That's right. Why everything? Oh, it's just. Oh, I was just dreaming dream. of a simulacrum. <laughs> Opens up his little cabinet. A woman, a woman gets ne- gets up next to him and is like, "What's wrong, dear?" Well, honey, I was having another simulacrum dream. <laughs> well, you you laugh now, but we all have to sleep tonight. <laughs> we're, we're gonna have a simulacrum <laughs> dreams. We all have to sleep tonight, Jenny, Jenny Bloomer. Bloomer. That's true. Uh, he looks in his, uh, his little cabinet guy, and he does have cigarettes in there. His two packs. His two packs are his in there. His two packs are back. But he says out loud to himself, I don't even want these anymore. I, I have no smoke. desire to smoke now. <laughs> yeah. 
He walks over to his coffee, back to his dick poster. Yeah. Now, if this was me and I had such a realistic simulacrum dream, I don't know about you guys, but the first thing that I would do is probably like go run and check the windows. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't do that. He is fine no, no, to no, just no. get back into it. So he walks over to the, to the Mr. Coffee, starts chugging down a sweet cup. And he hears from the TV, good morning, Mr. Bigelow. Suddenly, all of his stuff is gone again. And he drops his coffee. Was it that fast? Yeah. Holy shit. Today, we're going to do a little work on your addiction to caffeine. He drops it. That's off to a promising start. Yeah. Fuck this episode. Fuck this episode. Wow. It was just... It was boring. It was. That was its main thing. It's like, all right, so now, we, now we're going to go into the writer's room and see if you could fix this episode. Okay. Knowing that it's we only have 22 minutes, we have a very low budget, and they can only afford to pay so many actors. Okay. First things first, we need stakes. Him not knowing why he's there... Mm-hmm. is that shows me and then him remembering like the, how he remembers how he did it was terrible yes yeah that was so ham-fisted like i would have preferred that his wife put him in there mm-hmm. and that she appears on the tv and he's like why would you do this why would you do this type thing yeah and it's like it's what you asked me to do. I mean, I, yeah, I want to quit smoking, but I didn't want this. Yeah. This is going to be good for us. And then it cuts back just to the guy on the TV. And he's like, that's all you get to see your wife for this. But something to set up He should something. want it. Because, because you never see him struggle with not smoking. You never see him struggle with, with you My know, dude not grabbing. four times yeah, in this the episode. cigarette. He doesn't care. No. Here's what I would do. I would go to a theater where Cat's Eye was playing. I would bootleg Cat's Eye, and then I would just... Show it instead? Show it instead. So I did not realize... I have never seen Cat's Eye, but I had read the this Stephen King story uh, when I was younger. So I thought, for because Stephen King has written some of the episodes for this show, I thought this was just the renamed version of Quitters Incorporated. But no, it is just a whole cloth ripoff of Quitters Incorporated. And it's really shitty. And Cat's Eye came out, the we looked up, it came out the same year. Mm-hmm. So to have two versions of, of the same story, story, one just straight ripped off. But But Quitters has a much more believable thing because James Wood's character goes into the office, signs up for it. It's his decision. And they say, if you do this, we and you smoke, we will know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they do. And that's more of the like creepy creepy big, big brother, brother is watching you. Not this you're trapped in a room. Right. Again, another bottle episode. You know, this show has no money. But I swear like they had He's unlikable from the jump. Right. Yeah, you had no sympathy for him. He wakes up in a millionaire bachelor pad. Right. He's got 80s gizmos everywhere. Mm -hmm. He's got that black velvet poster. Yeah. 
He's got he's got a penis poster. He's living the high life. I guess even if he didn't wake up in a simulation of his apartment, like there was no reason for it to be the simulation of his apartment. Mm-hmm. Like have him just wake up tied up and he has to, you know, break out of that. And then he's in a strange room somewhere. Right. Why am I in here? You've been kidnapped to be in the smoking program. I think the like, is it his, the simulacrum part of it didn't add anything to the story and made no sense to me and was more distracting than anything. I also don't understand like, like we were saying his like demerits right like i feel like the punishments should have been more clear and like much more severe each Each time time. if they're going for like a psychological trauma thing which it seems like they are yeah like why not show us this dad like like make him see his dead dad in there yeah totally something something it's like in that uh are you afraid of the dark episode where they make fear soup you guys ever see that? I did not. Are you afraid of the dark? What is this? It's like a. It was like a Goosebumps show on Nickelodeon. Yeah, it's right? like a Nickelodeon show. It's a, it's a it's like a horror anthology, but it was meant for children. It scared the shit out of me. I smell another podcast. Yeah, I well, loved. It's Are the you same the one? Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, we'll yeah. see you in four but years. I'm gonna. But they had this episode where this this restaurant has like the best soup in the world, and it was like, what's the secret ingredient? And it's fear. And they like extract fear from these kids by like making them confront it. And one of them is that they have to go like confront <laughs> their like dead dad's coffin, who was like mean to them, like their stepdad or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but the dad is the dad from the Wonder Years. That show scared me constantly. Wow. Anyway, I could have used some more of that. That sounds much better than this episode. Well, it, that it again, was, yeah. it has stakes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's that's all I have. Wow. Did you have any other uh, like alternate names for this episode? Um, yeah, it was um, me, no smoky, no good. <laughs> I had shitters incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, straight edge nation. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Give us a scale, Jen. Oh boy. Uh, uh, one uh one out of ten or how many out of uh scale of one to ten uh uh phallic art nouveau posters uh this is two phallic nouveau art posters for me okay i'd give it two but one is flaccid (laughs) (laughs) beautiful thank you is this worse than something like like i'm thinking like i gave like painkiller a three where that was not well executed, like it's not good. No. But at least I could watch it. Yeah. This was hard to watch. Yeah, I didn't like watching this. It wasn't just confusing. All right, I'll give it I'll give it two. Jin no Chaser is still the lowest rated episode. As well it should be. You gave that a zero. Fuck that episode. I gave it a one. Yeah. I gave I wanna say that I gave a one or a two to uh, if the shoes fit, yeah. that episode was real bad. What did the carnival one get? Levitation. Levit- that might have done better. I yeah. gave that like a six. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, we should make Jenny watch like 30 seconds of Gin No Chaser. Okay. Not make. Was it, what was the highest rated one? That's in the inside in, the closet. Inside the closet. Inside the closet is a, is a classic. Yeah. Okay. It's the best episode so far. Did I give it a 10 or a 9? You gave it a 10. I gave okay. it a 9. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah, I guess without like having real context of like how this show normally goes. Right. 
Well, it really does go like this where you don't know what you're going to get. Okay. Which has made it fun to talk about. I mean, it's made the ones that are like this a slog, but it's nice not remembering all of these and not knowing what what we're going to get. All right. Yeah. Jenny, thank you so much for Thanks being for part of the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Hey, this was fun. Oh, good. Oh, thank you. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey. We had fun. We did We it. did have fun. Um, thank you for everybody who's listening out there. Uh, please give us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, we've gotten a few of them, and we appreciate every single one that we get. Um, also, if it's not too much of a trouble and you have a question about the show, if it's not too much of a trouble, you know that old turn of phrase, uh, reach out and connect with us. We'd love to talk to you. Uh, we are tfromthedarkside at gmail.com, mm-hmm. uh, facebook.com slash tfromthedarkside, and on Twitter at tftds pod. Pod. That's yes. our easy to know handle there. That's right. And if you have any um, anything you want us to talk about, uh, especially for our last like recap episode, any points, yes. anything that you notice in episodes that we didn't, anything that we totally any got wrong. Any loose birds you'd like us to birds. capture. <laughs> yeah, please shoot us an email or reach out to us. I have a question. Um, and it's mainly for our audience. It's more of a request. Guys, this week. We say it every week, but this week we, we have mean to it. do it. We, we mean it. And Jenny, for you too. Yeah. If you could. Try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy that daylight. It's beautiful outside. I'll try. All right. Thank you. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is created, hosted, and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. And hosted by Go Comedy Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.